This is the Old Radio Show's podcast. Calling all detectives. A scrape fender, a radio broadcast, and a mob of children. Those are the exhibits on this page of my casebook. A casebook of Jerry Browning, private detective. I, Jerry Browning, private detective, have learned it's this. Never start anything you can't finish. It was about 9.30 in the morning, and I was getting a lift downtown for one of my neighbors. Marvin was a huge man, big and fat. He made his living by telling good-humored stories of a station KLMX to a vast late-afternoon audience of children who knew him as Uncle Marv. On the radio, Uncle Marv was all laughter and jollity. But right now, he was sullen and tight-lipped. Just look at those guys drive. Insane. They're all insane. Cutting in and out of traffic. You're getting driver's nerves, Marv. They're just in a hurry to get to work. If you'd relax... I never finished the sentence. Because at that moment, a driver in the lane alongside decided to cut in ahead of us. He misjudged the distance by a few inches. Straight the fender of Marvin's car, then cut over to another lane and vanished. got out of his car, inspected the damaged fender. Twenty dollars it'll cost to fix that. One driver is never a cop around when you need one. I tell you, Jerry, this town is worse, and I'm going to do something about it. I grin. Yeah? Like what? Talk about it over the radio? Marvin's face muddled. I may do just that. and dropped me at my office, and that was the last I heard of him for two days, when he came to my office. He was hatless, coatless, dripping with perspiration, his eyes bulging with fright. Jerry, whatever it costs, you've got to help me out. i got a million kids started on a crusade, and I don't know how to stop them. When Uncle Marv Drakeman's car was scraped by a hit-and-run driver, Marv told all about it to his radio audience of children. Me and my big mouth. I wasn't satisfied to let it go at that. I had to tell them the town was lawless. I had to build it up. Now the kids have started a crusade. <laughs> Take it easy, Miles. What can kids do besides nag their folks about better law enforcement? That's all to be good. At the sound of the sirens, Miles' huge boat quivered. What can they do? Do you hear what I hear? going on, Marv? I keep telling you, it's the kids. They invade bookie joints, picket taverns, block off streets and stop motorists. They trail tough-looking characters. Still, in another couple of days, they'll have the city standing on its ear. I grabbed my hat. Marv, you and I are going to police headquarters. headquarters was teeming with kids, all yelling and screaming. I shouted to Marv, What are they doing down here? They're bringing crews, places they want raided, people they want arrested. Well, what can I do, Jerry? Get out and talk to them. It was impossible to talk. In fact, it took a squad of cops to rescue Uncle Marv and his frenzied fans and drag him inside the station. The police commissioner's face was two shades redder than Mars. So you are the fool who's responsible for this riot. 
Grakeman, you go to jail for this if I have to have a special law pass to get you there. I stepped between the commissioner and the cowering actor. That won't help, commissioner. If you lock up Ma, the kids will consider him a martyr. There'll be no possible way to stop them. Commissioner opened and closed his mouth a couple of times. Then, what do you suggest, Browning? We're dealing with a mob. The fact that it's a mob of children doesn't make it any less dangerous. What's needed is to take the mob and drain off its violence. The commissioner got up. I don't know what you're talking about, Browning, and I don't care. You call those kids off or this fat ham is going to jail for life. Now get out of here, both of you. I sneaked Marv out of the station through a tunnel connecting with the courthouse. By then, it was time for his regular afternoon broadcast, except that when we got back to the station, in the view of the situation created, the station has decided to cancel Uncle Marv for the time being and substitute a program of soothing music. Good day, gentlemen. Marv and I were driving home, both of us very quiet. A couple of times we heard sirens in the distance. Neither of us commented on it. Suddenly, Jerry, look, in that lane, there's the guy who bumped my fender, started all this. Jerry, what are you doing? I'm going to catch him and save your career. I was out of the car almost before it started. I ran over to the speed demon. You under arrest for reckless driving and leaving the scene of an accident. He was meek enough. They always are after you grab them. I hustled him to a precinct station, had him booked. Then I called every newspaper in town, gave them the story. And finally, at the radio station... We interrupt our Hollywood broadcast to bring a special message to the children of this city from the well-known private detective, Jerry Browning. Mr. Browning. How are you, fellow sleuths? This is Jerry Browning. I take him alive. I got news for you, kids. And a big idea, too. Here's the news. The lawless driver who ran into Uncle Marv's car is under arrest. He wilted and confessed. And he'll go to the big house. Or anyway, pay a fine. So you don't have to worry anymore about Uncle Marv. He's in fine shape. And uh, here's the idea. This law enforcement campaign you kids have started is fine. And I want you to keep it up. That's right. Keep it up. Anytime you see something suspicious, write me a letter to Jerry Browning in care of this station. And if your information leads to the capture of a criminal, well, you'll get a Jerry Browning Jr. sleuth diploma. But remember... All I want is the letters. Don't try to make arrests yourselves, because I'm the president, and that's my job. And now I return you to Hollywood. Well, I did the trick. For a while, letters poured in by the thousands, and Uncle Marv's sponsor supplied the junior sleuth diplomas. Then the thing petered out, as the force of mob violence was dissipated. In fact, a few months later, Marv's sponsor was bothering him to think up another wonderful publicity stunt. I uh, understand Marv has a new sponsor. Like I said, radio is a great and powerful force. And these days, when I tell about my own cases and problems, the one thing I'm careful not to do is ask for help.